0: okay this is my like seventh attempt of doing this you know those uh kids bop songs they're like songs for kids uh they're like in the modern they're like modern songs but they've been changed so they're more palatable for kids what if they did crazy bitch by buck cherry one of those so now i'm just i i made it so here it is round. yeah that's right (laughs) i didn't know uh i didn't know uh how to do it my computer fucking sucks dude i mean welcome to rumble lips that's (laughs) that's the theme song that's that right there that's the fucking theme song for today already cussing i mean what a nightmare can you hear me turn me up how's that pretty good um yeah Oh man hey welcome back Rand hey thank you everybody um, let me see here yeah that's the microphone that should be plugged in I guess I'm not really spiking either I have nailed the audio settings uh, finally within four years of this podcast or I'm or I'm just I don't know how to work anything because i made that buck cherry it's it's literally 40 seconds because i made that it shut the podcast down for a month i didn't know how to put it in and you know what i needed a fucking break man i know i know i was like you know i know i was going to be like oh covid you know i'm I, i'm going to do a bunch of podcasts a week dude fuck that man my 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 like i need to i need to like live a life I had to be like, you know, my uh, somebody stole. Oh, dude, so much shit happened. That's that's another reason why I just take breaks because like so much shit happened in the last month. That's like worth it for an episode. You know what I mean? I was like, well, yeah, I've lived a life. Um, so yeah, uh, first of all, someone stole my fucking car. Somebody stole my Prius. I went over to watch the MMA fights or something, or that's what I told the cop, but I, but really, (laughs) but really I was just hanging out with a bunch of comics and, um, I went outside, uh, with my now ex-girlfriend that happened too. uh, went outside, the car is just gone. Right. And don't be like, Oh, your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. We, we've broken up 41 times. So, you know. But So we walk outside And my car's gone And she's like, man, fuck, dude I'm like, I know And also, within the, the parameters of this story Her, I, I'm, you know She's still cool as shit to me Um, You know what I mean? She's still, we're still cool It's not like I was like, I don't ever want to fucking speak to you again It's cool Some shit just doesn't work out So we go outside and she goes She goes, your car's gone. And I was like, no. She's like, are you sure you parked it here? And I was like, yes. I I parked it right here. We got out. I made sure it was locked. It's just fucking gone. She's like, whatever. She's like, well, what are we going to do? I was like, I don't know. So I called whatever tow company was on that sign. I'm like, did y'all tow my car? And uh, they're like, we won't know until for a couple hours. I'm like, whatever. Go fuck yourself. So then I just go home and I go to bed. I wake up in the morning, and I just call the police. (laughs) I called 911. No, I just called the police, and I was like, my car, I think, was towed. They were like, we have no record of that car being towed, and I was like, fuck, man. So, what do I do? And they were like, you have to make a police report, and I was like, god damn it. So, I called the cop, I called a, a cop, and he comes over, and I'm just standing in my driveway. He's like, in his car. He's like, you know what, man? Let me take a loop around the city and some of my spots where we find stolen cars and uh here give me your phone number and i'll call you and i'm like i don't like give my phone number to a cop but all right so i gave him my phone number and i'm like this motherfucker is never gonna find this car and uh dude 10 minutes later he calls me he's like found it (laughs) he's like it's down here i'm gonna come pick you up like all right And like a fucking Dunsky, I just tried to get in to the, to the, um, I just tried to get into the, uh, passenger side, you know, where the fucking gun is of the police car. (laughs) I just tried to get into the I was like, okay. I, I was like, I even like knocked on his window. I was like, come on, let me in. He's like, you gotta get in the back, man. I gotta let you in the back. So he puts me in the back like a fucking crim. And so I'm standing, in the, I'm sitting, I'm standing, I'm standing in the back doing jumping jacks. I'm sitting in the back like a crim. And we go like, I mean, literally like four, 40 seconds down the road there. There's, there's the silver bullet just sitting there I'm like, damn, there she blows. He's like, it doesn't look like anybody broke in. There's no broken glass and your doors are locked. Like they, like how you locked them. And I did look in and none of my stuff was messed with. So I was like, well, what the fuck? is this just like a prank you know then i get in and start it starts right up i start driving and because it's a hybrid it's like quiet when i start it and then dude i hit the gas and the engine cuts on and it's like Mm -hmm. it's not my prius sounded like it was like you know those guys in seventh grade eighth grade that like when do you start driving to school like yeah, freshman year, sophomore year. Like, yeah, it sounded like a high school sophomore. That's like the louder my car is, the more girls will want to fuck me. That's what the Prius and dude, the Prius sounding like that is hilarious. I was like, maybe I'll keep it, but you can't, it's illegal. So I look up online. So the cops like, did it sound like that before? I was like, no, dude, no, dude. I'm not, I'm not Tokyo drifting in a fucking Prius brother. And he goes, oh, man. He goes, hold on. And the cop gets out. And he, like, gets on his back and, like, looks under my car. He's like, yep, they stole your catalytic converter. And I was like, fuck, man. he's like, yeah, catalytic converters they have platinum in them. So car thieves will go around and steal catalytic converters for the platinum. And then they'll sell the platinum. And I was like, so you're telling me there's a part on my car that that literally cost basically more than my fucking doors and my engine and shit. So I I look it up. I'm like, "Fuck, man, I got to get this bullshit fixed so my car doesn't sound like a goddamn I don't know, whatever. So it doesn't sound like a fucking jet ski, like a like a landed jet ski." So I'm like, "All right. So I I look it up. And they're like, oh, 2005 Toyota Prius. The catalytic converters are actually pretty cheap. fifteen hundred. dollars I was like, fifteen hundred, dollars dude? I might have to just drive the loud bitch. And then as I get deeper and I'm looking on Reddit and shit, they're like, catalytic converters are stolen off of your year and lower. Well, 2010s and lower. Toyota Priuses, because they're easier to take them. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, thieves can steal a catalytic converter in three minutes. And I'm like, dude, fuck you, man. There's nothing worse than a damn thief, dude. Like, what kind of swindle is that? You know, like, I understand, like, the mafia shit. And this isn't just because of my fucking Italian... Anything I understand the mafia shit Cause they're like fixing the lottery And dudes are making bank I don't understand that like they're like shooting people in the head Because they owe you fifteen hundred dollars That's the type of shit I don't understand But thieves are just Fucking scumbags How do I turn that thing off my computer Thieves are just scum dude Just straight up scum And so I'm like alright dude whatever Fifteen hundo So I look into it And I call AutoZone and they're like, actually, we have a catalytic converter for your Prius. We don't have it in right now, but five hundred and sixty five dollars. And I'm like, fuck. All right. Whatever, dude. I did Poshmark in my sleep for for half that damage. So whatever, dude. So, by the way, I got another North Face coat on the way. I mean, fuck, man. I have to sleep now with my phone. Um, li- literally underneath my underneath my bed, or else. I'll wake up in the middle of the night. I think I'm awake, and I will just buy a jacket, um, that or else I placed a bid on it. This is what I actually think happens because I I've been I've been sleep I've been getting up in my sleep and like, you know I I've never been like a piss at night guy, but I've been like. And and I'm not drunk or anything, but I've been getting up in my sleep and just getting on Poshmark and and being like, looks good. Like I'm dead asleep. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cold. It's fucking July. I need a North Face coat. So I, th- I actually think I placed a bid on it and it just sat there for months and I forgot it. So yesterday I went through and like took all my bids out of shit. So whatever. My mom's got my mom's got a new north face coat coming her way and so do i so anyway i'm like man 500 bucks fuck it i guess i just got to do it so i go to get this uh i go to get this cat well we won't get it in for a week i'm like that's cool because i need to find somebody to install it for not one million dollars so i went up to the owner of go bananas who he's got a fucking guy for everything that's how i got my bed dude i got like a like a Dope, foam, like a $1,200 mattress. Because he has a guy, we're talking 180 For a queen, dude. $180. $220, something like that. I got a mattress just straight out. So anyway, uh, he's got a guy, of course. He's got a mechanic. So I'm like, hey, will you hit this guy up? He's like, sure. Then just for no reason, I was like, wait, I bought my battery for my Prius. And it came with an 18 month warranty and the same battery still in it like the battery that makes the whole shit run the hybrid battery i was like i bought that on ebay for like eight hundred dollars when if you have to get them from toyota or a hybrid company they're twenty eight hundred dollars with like no such warranty so and that thing's still in my car and i was like let me look for catalytic converters so I look up catalytic converter, hundred and fifteen bucks, dude. Booyah! Send it. Ordered it. It comes to it comes to my house. I have it sitting here. I tell I tell uh, I tell banana owner. I say, hey man. I say, uh, your mechanic, can you put this in? And he goes, yeah. Let me call him. Calls him. Guy's like, my welder just broke. I got to get another part for it. So now I'm driving around, thankfully, by the, by the grace of God. And just as a thank you, go give his podcast a five-star rating and review. It's the All City Podcast. But thankfully, uh, Danny Gamble came through, dude. He came through in a major way, and he let me use the work truck. He let me use his fucking Jeep when he went to San Francisco. I was whipping the Jeep, dude, and and so and it's like a new one. He hooked me up and let me use his automobiles, so I am, like, forever indebted. I got the gigs because of him. I got I got to do – I got to go, you know, go meet my friends. I got to go run errands. I got to go help my mom out. All because of that, dude, I could not be more thankful, right, He rules. So the welders broke and a week goes by. I'm using Danny's truck. Danny's all good with it. Then another week goes by. I'm like using Danny's truck. He's all good with it. Then this week comes on. And finally, no, it was like three weeks, dude. And then finally, finally, this guy tells, tells a bananas owner. He goes, yeah, I got my part in. And so bananas owner calls me last night and he's like, Hey, hit him up. He said, I'll put your catalytic converter on. So now I'm nervous and shit. I'm like, well, I only paid $115 for this catalytic converter. If this guy puts it on, he's like, give me $300. I'll be like, all right, whatever. It kind of evened out to what I thought I was going to pay. So I get in the Prius. First of all, my Prius. Now the tire's flat. Has a slow leak. Rear driver's side tire. Slow leak. Probably need a patch. Do need a patch. Okay. I need to pump it up. Second off battery's dead of course it's been sitting for since god was a boy so i i take my bike pump and i pumped up the back tire and let me tell you something i know i'm a big strong boy it took me about seven minutes i mean that's how big and strong i am so everybody give, get a good clap in your car wherever you're at uh thank you uh big strong boy pumped up a car tire in seven minutes i have huge muscles. Um Thor, eat your heart out. So then I so then I go to go to Danny's shop, once again helps me. He's got a little jump pack. I put that on the car, fires right up. I'm like, dude, I'm out of here. Throw the catalytic converter in. I drive to fucking Newtown. I pull in. It's this dude. It's this dude named Randy. He fucking rules. He's like, What's up, brother? I'm like, what's up, dude? And he's like, Yeah, catalytic converter. He's like, nothing worse than a thief. I'm like, I'm gonna say that on my podcast. And so then, uh, and so then he he throws it up on the lift. I go get a little I go get a little uh what was this place called? Main Street Cafe. I went to Newtown. His shop is right by this place called Main Street Cafe. So listen, I wanna shout out this guy, Randy, at Auto Pro in Newtown. He didn't ask me to do it, but who gives a shit? It's only like 8 minutes or it's like 12 minutes from the city. Um it's on Main Street in Newtown. It's called Auto Pro. If you ever need anything done for your car, this dude is is fucking cool. Tell him I sent you. Because listen to this shit. He goes, "Give me about give me about 45 minutes." I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Is there anywhere to eat around here?" He's like, "Main Street Cafe, right down there." I was like, "Cool, man." See him forty-five. We talked for a little bit about how cool Banana's owner is, um, and then I went and then I went into the cafe. So it's jumping at first. It's like a long wait. It's all like town, like New Town people. So it's like they've they've either worked there since they were twelve or they're currently 12 and they're working there. Right? So the hostess is currently 12 years old and she is overcome with cleaning tables. I mean, seconds from a mental breakdown. So I was like, you know what? There's a bunch of old heads walking in there. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go somewhere else. So I just asked one of these old heads I was in line with. I was like, Hey, is there another place to eat? And the guy goes, yeah, about a half a block in the opposite direction. There's a place called the urban cafe. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, so, I walk half a block in Newtown is two miles. Okay. So I walked two fucking miles. I walked for like 20 minutes and closed Monday and Tuesday. I'm like, oh, fuck you, old man. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe they're cleared out by now. I did just take like a fucking 20 minute walk, 25 minute walk. It wasn't two miles, it was about a mile. And I'm like, I did just take about a 20 minute walk. Maybe they're cleared out. So I walk back. Now my car's almost done. But I walk back, and as I walk past the uh, garage, I kind of peer over. He's running a bunch of tests on the engine because my engine light came on. And it was all because of the catalytic converter, but my engine light came on. So I'm like, all right, I probably got time. So I, I walk back to the cafe, and the 12-year-old hostess, she sees me standing there, and she thinks I've been standing there for, like, 30 minutes. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no. Uh, I didn't know how to tell her, like, hm- no, no, I tried to go eat somewhere else, and I just came back. So I just went, it's okay. <laughs> so this girl's like, uh, uh, I can get you a table. I was like, I'm just going to sit at the bar. So she thinks a man with a neck tattoo stood in the server's area for 30 minutes, a half an hour, a half and hour, a half hour, stood in the server, stood at the hostess station, and was just standing there. Waiting for a bar spot to open like it was a, like it's a goddamn five-star restaurant. So I sit down, and the bartender lady obviously has worked there forever or owns it. I couldn't tell. But she goes, uh, what do you having? I said, what are you guys? What do you, you guys, a restaurant? And I spit at her. <laughs> no. I go, uh, what, what's going on? I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, we're like known for our cheeseburgers. I was like, all right. Let me get a cheeseburger and fries, right? So that's what I'm sitting there. I'm eating. Hey, really fucking good by the way, really good Main Street Cafe, really fucking good, okay, then I see on the little chalkboard, homemade desserts, I said, lady, let me get a coffee and a piece of chocolate cake, and she goes, okay, and she was so psyched, and I got the chocolate cake, she was kind of watching me eat it, right, she was kind of watching, she wasn't like two feet away from me, like, yeah, but she was watching me eat it, and then when I was done, she goes, how was it, and I was like, can I tell you something, this is the best Chocolate cake I think I've ever had. What, who do you got back, back there working a fucking witch? And she goes, actually, I'm that witch. And I said, no shit, shut up. Bartender, and you're the fucking, you're the cake boss? And she goes, she goes, yeah, I'm the cake boss. I said, damn. She goes, that's me. I'm the haggard old witch. And I was like, first of all, there's nothing haggard or old about you. I just figured somebody that put this much effort into a cake probably the, 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 wasn't seen by the public because this is some real artistry right and she was so psyched on that but honestly can i tell you something the cake was fucking unbelievable i've never had cake like this so anyway i get out of there i walk back over to get my car i'm like man here it goes three hundred dollars out of my pocket i walk in he's like well, all done i was like yeah thanks thanks bro thanks randy and I uh, go, all right, what do I owe you, dude? And he goes, you know what, man? Just give me 80 bucks. So I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, here's 80. High-fived him. Got in my car and fucking ripped away. Man, the silver bullet is back. <laughs> yeah, are you clapping? I felt like I ended that where you guys should be clapping, whoever's listening to this. Also, dude. So that was my story of Triumph. Um, after tragedy, after the theft, and then my story of triumph, it would have been nicer to keep, you know, $200. Um, so I could sleep poshmark another fucking coat, but you know what, whatever. So then, then dude, so I used to run this open like, Oh man, should I, eat? I, okay, listen, I really debated getting into this, but let me see real quick. Let me see really quick before I before I really before I really go in on this. Let me look up there. OK, they have thirty three followers and one post from twenty nineteen on their Instagram. And fuck it. I'll just say I don't give a fuck. So I used to run this open mic at. Uh, corinthian (laughs) and i don't know how to edit and i was just gonna say a pizza place fucking who cares it's called corinthian it's in clifton i used to run my open mic there called la jokes of nostra i have literally 10 times the amount of instagram followers as them i don't give a fuck so i used to run my my shit there and i love the mic it's run by it's run by a family that i thought was pretty sick pretty cool they would they would kind of Listen, any place that's like, hey, you want to do a night in my business? Here's all the parameters. They did fucking zero of those things. They were like, yeah, you want to run an open mic? Sure. Here's our audio setup. And uh, if people are eating food, make sure all the comedians stand in the back and rip weed vape pens and nicotine vape pens. And it was like we all went, okay, so... Like twenty comedians would show up every Thursday. We would drink, we would eat. Sometimes she would make us food just because we were all there. She was cool as shit, and everybody simply everybody seemed to have a good time. Everybody would like you know be higher than dog shit. But some of the headliners from Bananas would come after after the show on Thursday, and um, the people the people doing stand up we would get some good crowds sometimes of some college kids and stuff like that and we'd all be fine right then the pandemic hits and and everybody goes into lockdown and so i didn't call or text or anything to be like you okay cuz it was like illegal to do stand up it was illegal to go out in public at some point it was illegal for a business to be open after like 10 p.m. It was illegal to eat inside. Right. There was a fucking virus. There still is. But there was a way more prevalent problem with this virus. So I go in there or no. Hold on. Rewind. I don't just go in there. There's a little bit more preamble to this. I the, the, the I get vaccinated. Everybody else, everybody else started getting vaccinated right after me. I was the first. You know what I mean. We all start getting vaccinated. Shit starts getting back to normal. Whoa! I almost ripped the soundboard off of the table because I'm walking around my apartment. Okay. So anyway, we all get vaccinated. The COVID fear is sort of waning. Um, we're all pre guarded. Okay, and I started an open mic at this uh, coffee shop in Camp Washington called uh, the Drip, and shout out to the Drip. It, it, it's it's a great coffee shop. Their food is great. I mean, it's like traditional African cuisine, and it's fucking good. Okay, so the Drip starts, and a couple comics are like, "Are you going to start uh, La Jokes and Nostra back up at Corinthian?" And I was like, I don't set it again. I was like, I don't know, man. I haven't really talked to them. I don't even know if they're open. So, after my mic last week at the drip, I was like, I can give away my mic at the drip to a comic that wants to run a mic, and I can start back Corinthian again, because I don't want to run two open mics. I don't even want to run one, if I'm being honest, but... So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Okay, I'll just go. So I go up to Corinthian. Oh, God, I got to stop saying the name of that fuck. Well, whatever. They have 33 followers. How good do you think their business is doing? So, I go <laughs> I go up to Corinthian and um I walk in and there's a bunch of college dudes in there. And you know what, man? They might be 19. So I go up there and they're all plugging their phone into the, sp- the blown out speaker and they're playing pool and they're doing Instagram stories and they're kind of busy. And I sit at the bar and the lady that runs the shit kind of fucking vibes me, dude. She goes, oh, hi, ran like that. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, I'll talk to you in a second. And I was like, OK, but it was just a very strange vibe. So I'm like, all right, dude. And I'm sitting there for like a couple minutes, and I'm like, Should I just fucking leave, dude? The vibe in here is weird, right? So then she turns around and she's like, Where have you been? And I was like, the same place everybody else has, you know. Just like and she goes, I never closed. And in my mind I was like, Fuck man, this is this is how this conversation's gonna go, dude. You're just gonna immediately vibe me like that. And I'm going to quote her, but this is what she says. She goes, I never closed. And I said, not for a minute. She goes, nope. And, and she goes, you could have been running an open mic here the whole time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we weren't allowed to do that, man. And she goes, I would be I would be closed for good if it wasn't for these kids and like pointed at all the college kids she was making margaritas for. And I was like, uh, I was like. Well, they shouldn't have been. In, I was like, well, the, I don't think they should have been in here either, man. I, you know, and she goes, she goes, yeah, you and all those comedians ran away like little chicken shit Indians. And I was like, Indians. Indians. Classically, the Native Americans are called braves what are you talking about chicken shit i mean it it fucking blew my mind i was like chicken shit indians and if you're talking about people from india i can't speak to their level of uh ballsiness and bravery but um i'm pretty sure they're pretty brave too i'm like what what the fuck are you saying man you're like you're saying we're chicken shit because the whole fucking cut listen man I, I didn't mean to stop on the word cunt. I meant to say country. Listen, man, the whole country fucking shut down. Okay. The whole shit was over. My, my, me doing stand up comedy, it, literally my profession was made null and void. Okay. I was on rumpkey.com looking at career opportunities. All right. So I, I'm, I don't want, I don't want this fucking lady that were, that works at this failing restaurant. To ever say I'm chicken shit about any of this shit. I wanted to do comedy worse than anybody. So then I looked at her and I was like, listen to me. I was like, do you think with all the shit that was going on in the fucking world, if I ran a goddamn open mic in this bar, that people wouldn't have been like, wow, that guy's a piece of shit. COVID denying. Fu-? I was like, get the fuck out of here with that fucking bullshit, man. I was like, you're not going to make me feel like shit because you you couldn't close motherfucker you should have closed and then and then she she said something she said something to me to the effect that oh like like oh she was like it wasn't that serious i was like and i said her name i'm not going to say it on here but i was like beep you it was fucking serious man now everybody's starting to look like all the people at the bar i was like it was fucking serious and she goes she goes i never wore a mask and i was like you're stupid you're stupid. She goes, my 85 year old father never wore a mask. And I was, and I was like, he's stupid. Like, what the fuck do you want? That's stupid. And if you thought I didn't want to run an open mic before, guess what? Now I said your name (laughs) in a podcast. Fuck that place, man. Fuck that place, dude. I don't give a fuck if that place closes down. I don't give a fuck what happens, but I'm never going to that fucking place again, dude. I don't care if it's the only place open on the block. I'm just never going to that fucking place ever again. I'd rather go to bed hungry because some other shit will open up tomorrow. Fuck that place, man. If I broke my leg out in front of that place, I would drag my body the 40 feet to the Freeze Cafe. <laughs> now I gave you the exact location. But listen, fuck that place. Honestly, who the fuck does that lady... I mean, dude, we had a cool thing going if you would have just shut the fuck up about coronavirus. Now I know everything you... Now I know everything you think. I know every fucking thing you think. And I guess what? Everything you think... I fundamentally disagree with. So you can keep your little $50 a week and your little fucking free drink tab that I never even used, and go fuck yourselves, dude. My dad never wore a mask. You know what, man? Keep not wearing a mask. And when your fucking little daddy's laying in his bed, (laughs) can't breathe and shit, looking at you in the eyes, being like, you should have wore a mask. Then you'll be like, whoops. Maybe I should start the open mic back. <laughs> eh, fuck that place, dude. That shit pissed me off so bad. I was like I was like I left there on fire. I was I was so fucking mad. God, I was so mad. So, and it's not like I could be like, hey, everybody, leave them a one-star review. Doesn't matter. They have hundreds already. I, I started an open mic in there because it was literally the, the creepiest, shittiest spot I could find. And it was sick for stand-up for like a minute until it rained on that tin roof. So anyway, whatever, fuck that place. Um, that pissed me off so much. They fired. They fired my favorite bartender. Anyway, um, he was cool. If he still listens, what up, dog? Um, now I get why you were like, eh, they're not very nice." Now I get it. Now I get it. Now I get why you would. Before I would leave, you would be like, "I don't know, man. They're not very cool." I'd be like, "What? They're cool." I get it now, dude. And I'm sorry I ever was like, "What, dude? They're cool." Just stay the course. Fuck them. And fuck that place so um real beef a real a real beef with me in that place um now here's uh my tale of revenge uh another place I worked before I did stand up comedy was this uh bathroom and countertop place i i i did, i routed countertops and and fit sinks and countertops um <clears throat> it's like right near where I live now and um so Danny Gamble and uh, my, my landlord, his lady love, Sib, they went to San Francisco for like six days. They were gone. And Sib, Sib was supposed to have her friend watch the house, but her friend, <laughs> the text message goes, is in the hospital. And I was like, all right. And she goes, will you watch the dogs? I'll write you schedule fee- for feeding them and walks. Uh, will you watch them? And hold it down. You can use the, the, the. They have the dopest bathtub. They have the sickest bathtub I've ever been in. And she was like, You can use the bathtub. You can sleep there. You can chill there. And uh, if you know anything about me, you know old RB doesn't sleep in another person's bed. I don't. I, I, unless like, unless I'm like dating you or something, I don't sleep in another person's bed. I can never get comfortable in another person's bed. I, I, I just don't know what it is, right? Unless the sheets have been changed in front of me, I cannot sleep in another person's bed. I can sleep on anyone's couch. I can crash on anyone's floor. If I have a big coat on, I can crash on anyone's floor. I cannot sleep in another person's bed. I don't know what it is. So if I'm ever house sitting, I'm probably going to lurk out on your couch Um, and I sleep naked with an ass full of shit. No, no, I just, I just sleep in my jeans. So, but I cannot sleep in a person's bed. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I probably won't sleep over there because my house is literally 32 feet away. Um, but I'll chill with the dogs until dude. So I go over there and I'm hanging out with the dogs, by the way. Shout out to the dogs, man. Diggs, Ali, and the three-legged cat, Hopper, who I'm definitely going to go over there and steal Hopper, and he's going to become my cat. He fucking rules. Um, so I'm chilling with, chillin with the dogs. We're going on our walks. And the first poop walk, I take the bags with me, and I'm like, let's walk down to my old job, right? So we walk down to the old countertop and and bathroom place, and there and I see I see my old boss who was a fucking asshole. I see his little Audi parked outside. I see him I see him uh, I see him mowing the grass, and he's like sweating and huffing it and shit. And I'm like, man, fuck that guy, man. So we we go around the other block, you know. Then later on that night. Now it's the it's Saturday, so nobody's there. Uh, Saturday day, we me and the dogs wake up and we go for a walk. Oh, I slept on the couch, by the way, with the dogs. I mean, the dogs, the dogs couch locked me. I was like, dude, I'm, not, I'm never leaving. Right. So I took a bath and then and then I slept on the couch with the dogs. Now w- we wake up the big one, the, the, the big boy, uh, the big white pit bull, the cow dog. He's like, uh, like 120 pounds. Let me tell you something, dude. He he's cool. He's not a whiner, but he looked at me and he was like, "Uh," and I was like, Oh, you got to go out. All right, let's, let's rip. So we go outside, go for a little walk. And, um, we walk down to the old job. I'm like looking at it. I'm not really paying attention. And as soon as He hit the grass. The 120-pound pit just took the biggest shit on the lawn. And I was like, you know what, dude? It's fucking staying there. (laughs) I ain't picking it up, right? I'm not picking that fucking shit up because fuck this guy. That's what I I had in my head. So I looked around, and it looks like, the place across the street has cameras, so I just overly acted picking up dog shit and walking down the street. And let me tell you something: every t- every shit that Ali took that weekend was on that man's property. I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck dude. That's like real <laughs> That's real fucking that's Texas justice dude there there is no better revenge. Oh there is no better revenge than five six, seven giant dumps from a hundred and twenty pound pit bull. There's no sweeter revenge and this is what I want to ask the lippies man if y'all got dogs. <laughs> come dump your dog shit on spring grove avenue <laughs> no okay no i'm not gonna give away uh what the place is even though it's on their side chill out dude god this episode i'm like i'm like on some fucking i'm on like some real revenge shit dude <laughs> whatever um <laughs> get in the patreon i'm gonna do a Patreon. This week, so, sorry, sorry. I, I took a break without saying I was taking a break. I just needed to fucking chill, man. I needed to every, you know, you do this thing by yourself and it feels fruitless sometimes. And, 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 you know, I really appreciate everybody that donates to the Patreon still, even when I won't put something up just because you really love the podcast. And and um, I really do want to give back in a way Um But man, sometimes it just gets, sometimes I just get all in my fucking head about what am I doing? What's the point of all this? You know, that all that bullshit. And then you like, you know, then like you break up with somebody and you're like, I'm not like motivated to get on here and talk about how I'm letting a dog shit at my old job or whatever, you know, I don't know. I'm just, you know, not motivated to do it sometimes And, and and it has nothing to do with like not liking to do it cuz when i started i like it but it, i don't know man I'm, i i uh i just had to take a break and i do that i do that every now and again it's, it's literally a one man operation every time i've tried to bring somebody else into the operation it's just it's just fucking rough so thank you guys shout you guys out for sticking with me if uh this is the first one you listen to I'm sorry. I nurked on every small business, um, but sometimes, you know, sometimes, sometimes in a town, if you're a town, right, <laughs> if you're a town, sometimes you got to burn a bridge to build a new one, you know, and so a couple bridges needed to be torched, some with pit bullshit, others with COVID denial, but some bridges need to be burnt, man. And so I like to burn a couple fucking bridges, just like one of those restaurants will burn your entree. Okay. <laughs> All right. Get the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash rumble lips. I think, um, listen to my, listen to my mixtape on Spotify called the banana tape volume one. Um, follow me on Instagram. Listen to my other podcast, riff city with Dave Waite. That's a, that's a fun one. Uh, Dave makes me do it every week, even when I don't want to. And uh, listen to my other podcast. It's coming back, season two of Mr. Cheeks with Mike Cronin. Get, get boned up on the uh, first season. All right, guys, I'll talk to you in, over in the Patreon here in a couple of days. Zaya.